Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. And today I'd like to thank Amr Shah for sending me a link to the topic of today's conversation. What he did is he sent me an infographic from Gartner that suggests that 73% of finance professionals faced pressure to speed up. And then I was thinking, is there really a need for us in finance to speed up? Of course, it's no surprise that then I was thinking, what was this company Gartner trying to show? Because I felt it was a bit of a loaded question. Of course, if we all speed up, isn't that a good thing? Isn't that what we all want, all other things being equal? But I don't feel it probably captures all the trade-offs because there's other things happening. For those of you familiar with project management, there's that magic triangle where you've got cost, scope and speed. And it's all about getting a balance of those three together for the most optimal outcomes. And I always believe as well that, yeah, speed's important and you don't want to be slow in what you do, particularly if we want to build influence and and be impactful in our finance careers. But speed isn't always the most important measure of how well we're doing in finance or stakeholders. That's what I believe. If speed is something that our stakeholders would pay, i.e. if we were faster, would they pay for it? particularly if it was to come out of their budget, or would they they sacrifice a particularly slow but useful part of a report that they were finding? If that was the speed of delivery, would they sign off on that? I don't think they probably would. So when you delve into the detailed underpinning Gartner's claim, it does go to the top 10 instances of where finance are meant to be the slowest. And number one was board level reporting. Number two was setting annual targets. And three was a corporate level performance reporting. Now, I don't know about you listening in, but for me, they were fairly infrequent activities performed, generally speaking, by a small proportion of finance professionals. And when I looked at the bottom of the list, things like approving funding, deal reviews, tracking performance against plan, business level reporting, preparing returns like taxes and annual returns, they were deemed to be much faster, less pressure to speed up. So that's actually good because that is the bulk of our activities. According to this research, we tend to be quite quick at the things that we do most often. So why do we still feel this pressure to speed up? And in my mind, there's probably two main drivers there. One's on the operational side, the other's on the strategic Uh, The operational one, I think we're all familiar with those key challenges. Poor data, particularly those of us who are plagued by slow, difficult to access, inaccurate data. Think how much time we spend cleaning, correcting, blending data, identifying errors, uh, which are sometimes out of our control due to lack of investment in legacy systems. And then... You've got this other aspect of what we do in finance or what occurs or to benefit. We have to tend to work through multiple groups. So there's various handoffs in our activities, whether internally or across multiple teams. Some people call them swim lanes. That's the way I tend to like to look at things. So, for example, production of a number and an income statement. It might have to flow through, say, data entry and accounts. That might get journaled by the general ledger accounting team. It needs to be reviewed by controllers, signed off by directors, compiled by FP&A, then maybe final review by CFO. So plenty of points where people's opinions of the data 
and and trying to make it more accurate and blend it and get better insights out of it could happen so that's inevitably going to lead to slowness so that's just our basic operational reasons and then strategic what we call maybe corporate or office politics defining our culture causing us maybe to uh, do some things at the expense of others so let's take for example those who shout the loudest uh, so let's say we have very few powerful managers at the top of the business and they want faster board insights faster budgets honestly I mean who wants to be caught in budget cycles forever it just seems like they go on and on if only we could speed them up but these are just general cultural challenges again outside of our control but the pressure still comes from the top, those that shout the loudest and those that expect us to reprioritize our time to speed those sort of things up. And again, I would suggest, are those same leaders shouting the loudest willing to pay from their budgets for us to speed up or deliver that increased scope at a faster speed? I don't think they probably would. And it's hard enough to get incremental approval for the things we do very well and, and do quite quickly already being caught in a conundrum that we can't really control too much what sort of things can we control and do something about there's probably three maybe four areas the first one would be proactive expectation management it essentially means talking to our stakeholders understand how fast is acceptable to them and at what scope and cost prepare a business case if there's investment required to iron out some of those and then set up SLOs or service level objectives. Uh, measure them, report them. What gets measured gets managed. So you'll know if you're going fast enough and share those results with your stakeholders. Check in with them and make sure that is indeed the right level of speed you need to be going at. So that might take some of the pressure off of having to go faster. And again, if it's not working, update the business case. If there needs to be enhancements, update the business case and decide if the investment in speed is actually worth it. That willingness to pay is a very powerful indicator of what stakeholders really want. Uh, the second one is to get line of sight into our processes end to end. Uh, do what we're good at, checklist them, understand the value added ones and the non-value added ones uh, and eliminate those. So someone who's perhaps got experience of Lean Six Sigma or, or some continuous improvement or project management type background might understand the idea of critical path analysis and removing the non-value added paths so if that was applied to say our budgeting or and i've seen the sort of lean six sigma idea uh, and understanding the hard and soft benefits and removal of non-value added activities work very well particularly when it comes to budgeting and also when it comes to trying to reduce the variation between operational forecasts and the actual numbers that turn out at the end of a period and another thing I like about the Lean Six Sigma is, is probably touching on the first point is it looks at what's critical to the customer. So if speed is critical, that should then be captured and, and managed as part of a, a Lean Six Sigma initiative. And then after you do the first two, you'll get to know the various value the business pace, places on processes and the outcomes you deliver. So I'd suggest set up a value log. Prioritize those activities that deliver the greatest value, track where you've been adding value, and also, it might not be about maximizing the speed, but given the resources available, it's generally a sense of optimizing the speed relative to other competing requirements around scope as well as cost. And that's where I felt probably the headline of the Gartner report, this need for speed, probably 
could have been structured a bit better to talk about how to get the best or, or, or the optimal speed. Because all our finance teams, as much as we share some commonalities, our own circumstances could easily be very different. And therefore, what applies to one doesn't have to apply to the other. And maybe that's where I think the fourth area comes into focus if, if we were to do a fourth thing. Which, yeah, I know it's a bit of a shameless plug, but I'd encourage you to check out other episodes with the interviews with our guest mentors and learn from what works well for them and what could work better and maybe could be applied in your own teams, environments and careers. So look, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please share us with your friends. You can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify. And as always, really appreciate you tuning in today and investing your time with us. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers. Thank you.